Well, if the four of you come back to listen to more, it's the next installment of the babbling of a fairly uncontrolled mind. Got a few things to talk about today. But the one that's been bugging me ever since I recorded a few days ago is etiquette. This is going to be kind of a rant, kind of a little different for me. I'm not going to be very positive in some of these respects. But etiquette. When you meet somebody new, shouldn't they show you as much etiquette and pleases and thank yous as you show them? Here's here's my problem. I have uh, a... I have a couple friends, mother and daughter, that um, we've known for quite a long time. They became friends of my wife and I through mutual friends in the college that she she attended, and uh, yeah, we you know the their family, our family, all kind of hung out and hit it off when we could, and it was a lot of fun. Well, they've gone through some turmoil in the last couple of years. Not going to get into any details. And they're they're sorting themselves out, which is great. Well, the daughter, who I consider like a daughter, and she considers me like a father, which is cool. I like it. Um, she developed a relationship with this young man. And he came in from where he lives in Minnesota to visit with her and my daughter figure texted saying hey can we come down and visit you guys I want you guys to meet him and I, you know we haven't seen you for a while can we do it and we're like sure yeah so we kind of set it up for Tuesday and they came they came in three thirty four o'clock and they, they had a, a couple hour drive to get to our location here at the radio ranch so, everything is great. Uh, I'm talking with the mother, who's become a really good, close friend of mine, and really a, a, a kind of a confidant for things that I don't really discuss with anybody else on a couple issues. We, you know, we're, we're close. They hadn't really eaten since lunchtime, and it was getting closer to dinner time. And we hadn't done our shopping because we're like, oh, well, you know, Rather than cooking, why don't we go out to eat? And, I, you know, we've got a couple halfway decent restaurants around here that don't, don't cost a lot of money, which is cool. Especially with everything going on with me. So, we ended up at this one family restaurant. I'm sure when I say the term family restaurant, you all know what I'm talking about. If not, it's like one of those restaurants that serves like a smorgasbord of everything. Um, you know, they do a few things good and everything else is just okay, but it's inexpensive and it's great when you got a big group and you just go and have a good time. So on to etiquette, this young man that my daughter figure is interested in sits down at the table, you know, everybody's checking the menus and everything and when I say etiquette, this is kind of where I'm coming from. He 
tells the waiter that he wants two entrees. Okay, two entrees. Now I'm thinking, okay, if he wants like a little this and a little that, okay. He orders a full-on sirloin steak and a, a piece of cod fish. Basically, he's, he says, I'm making my own surf and turf. Okay. Now, I've known you for two, two and a half hours. And I'm the one that said, hey, let's go out to eat. Do you think he even looked at me when he ordered this? Or asked if it was okay? Or like, hey, you know, I'll offer to pay for it myself. Or I'll pay for half. Or I'll pay for something. No. He orders a big piece of cod and a big sirloin steak. And declares he's going to have his own surf and turf. I ordered chicken. My friend, the mother, she ordered spaghetti. My daughter figure ordered, like, chicken Alfredo. Nobody ordered anything more than $10. He ordered $30 worth of entrees. Now, here's my quandary. If he had asked... He said, hey, is this okay with you? I probably would have said, okay, yeah, that's fine. And, you know, swallowed it. Or if he had said, hey, thank you for buying me dinner. I really appreciate it. Okay, that would have probably smoothed over most of it. And I'd still been like, damn, it cost me 30 bucks. He better have enjoyed it. But I got neither. He just ate that thing and enjoyed it. And he was the last one to eat. But, of course, he was eating two Andres. And we all had to sit there and wait for him to finish. And not a word, not a thank you. In fact, actually, one of my kids overheard him say, I'm going to eat like a king tonight. I'm so glad I didn't hear him say that when he ordered that food. I would have probably shoved a plate down his throat. And then I would have grabbed him by his short hairs and the back of his BVDs and dragged him outside, flung him out in the street, and said, grab the first bus back to Minnesota, Junior. You're out of here. Because you're nowhere near good enough for my, my daughter. Any of my kids. You're not even in the same class as you should be. My oldest boyfriend also looked at it, at it strange as he ordered a chicken sandwich. You know, grilled chicken on a bun. He's like, I can't believe he ordered that. And it was bugging me. It was bugging me. It was bugging me all through the rest of the evening. They left around 11 o'clock. I went upstairs for a few moments. And then I came back down, literally made sure that they had pulled away from the curb and then said, can you believe that son of a ordered a ordered $30 in entrees? And then my my kids and the boyfriend here all were like, oh, my God, we can't believe it either. It, it, they all caught it, too. It turns out that two of my kids looked at my adopted daughter and gave her that look like, what did he just do? And she seemed slightly embarrassed by it. She didn't say anything about it either because, of course, you know, this is her pseudo boyfriend. I'm glad to hear that 
perhaps they're not going to be boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. She didn't think they were clicking. I didn't see it either. You know, it's just this guy said all the wrong things at all the right times. He insulted one of my kids about something. He tried to insult me about something, I think, in more of a kidding way. That's how I took it initially. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, he was trying to, like, one-up everybody and, like, try to look cool. I don't know. This kid seemed a little awkward, like socially awkward. Maybe that's his issue. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to hear or see him again. And that would be fine. Because as far as I'm concerned, he owes me $30. On to the next newscast. In other news, I had a second interview with the job that I interviewed on Tuesday. It was really nice that they called me up and said, hey, do you want to come back in and meet with the person that you'll be working with? I'm thinking, great. I think I've got this. Wonderful. So, went back there today and met with them, and it was really kind of... Yeah, we wanted to see the two of you to meet and see, you know, if you could, you know, get along and work together. And, you know, the guy was great, and I think I can work with him just fine. And he can show me everything that I need to know and hopefully become a real well-rounded employee. And then they tell me, well, you know, we're calling everybody in that we interviewed, which were four of us, for two spots. And we're re-interviewing everybody again just to see how it goes and have them meet with the people that they're going to work with and see how it all goes. And then they tell me, well, out of the four people that interviewed, when you all interviewed, great, we wish you could hire all four of you, that you're the one that we're kind of concerned about because the other three people live in the municipality and you live outside of it. And we're worried that you might not know the area as well as the others. And I'm like, well, you know what? I had the same problem in Chicago. I had to learn that. I have a fairly photographic memory, which means once I get someplace, I can pretty much remember how to get there and the neighborhood around it and the different cross streets and where I can go and where I shouldn't go. And if all else fails... Google is best. You can map up anything. I think, you know, that kind of relaxed them a little bit. But now, instead of hearing about whether or not I have a job tomorrow on Friday, now I have to wait for the weekend and have them call me on Monday to let me know if I've got the job or not. So now I'm back to going, darn it, I don't know if I've got this. It kind of sucks. I thought I really could see myself doing that job. I really could see myself fitting in. It's a bit of a drive for me, but that's okay. Um, I'll manage that. I've done it before. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of want the job. I really do. And it's not because I'm unemployed and have been for a long time now. You know, we're going on. You know, it'll be four months uh, tomorrow, or on the 31st, I should say. Actually, on the 1st. On the 1st of August, it'll be four months that I've been out of a job. So I really want the job. 
and I want to like succeed in the job. And I told them, it's like, Hey, I thrive on challenges. I like a good challenge. I mean, hell, I'm doing this podcast to what, four or five people and I'm still doing it. I keep rolling them out. I keep talking to this, this thing and spitting out my ideas and my thoughts, you know, people my age normally don't where people my age are usually kind of set in their ways. I'm not, I love a new challenge. I love a new opportunity. I just hope they see the same thing that I do, that I would be a great fit for the job. And, you know, nothing against the other three people, but I kind of hope they, uh, you know, bomb their second interviews <laughs> and, and don't do it. No, I don't wish anything negative on people. I think you guys already noticed that, except for the guy that owes me $30 in entrees. Uh, I don't wish any negatively any negativity on anyone. Hello, that is English. 101. 101. Babble. Babble, babble. Babbling again. Just because I can. Cough break. Um, so, yeah. And I'm still trying to get my cars put back together. I have one mostly working car now, which is a good thing. And one that I'm still trying to figure out what exactly the problem is. It's either down to the water pump or there's some sort of air trap in the coolant system that's keeping it from working right. I talked to my mechanic friend today. He told me to try something I did. And it didn't work. Um, what he thought it might be the problem wasn't the problem. It was obviously something else. So. I might still sell that car, or I might fix it and then sell that car. But I don't know if I'll get my money back out of putting any more repairs into it. I've already done a lot, you know, a few things to it. And anyway, you you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear about my car problems, do you? Who does? That's like saying, "Oh, let me tell you about my cat. He's furry, and he loves me." Most cats do. Most cats are affectionate, and most cats are furry. There are the hairless varieties, of course, but I don't have any of those. Hey, listen, I'm almost up to my 15-minute minimum mark. That is now my minimum mark. If you want to listen to more of my podcast, then just uh, wait another 10 seconds, and I'll just keep talking, and you won't notice the difference. So, everything else is going. Um, my oldest... The boyfriend leaves to go home Saturday night. We've got a few things we have to do tomorrow. And then our county fair is this weekend. And if you dare research county fairs that are running through this weekend, you'll probably find ours. It's not that big. It's not that wonderful. But it's ours. And we're going to go. And we're going to have a good time on Saturday because he's never been to one at all that I think of. And then we'll, we'll, we'll shoehorn him into the car and run him out to the airport and stick him on a tube with wings and send him back to his parents for a, for a short spell. But as he likes to say now, he's like, I, I'm, I live here now. I, I don't live there anymore. I live here now. He's got his new state ID. He's, he's official now. And I don't know. 
starting to think I put too much pressure on my kids. You think so? Or do I not do enough? I mean, it's, it's such a fine line. When you're dealing with their emotional issues, and each one of them has their own little emotional issues, and, you know, disabilities, it's more than an issue. You know, some... For all of them, it is a bit of, it is a disability. I won't even say a bit of it. It is a disability. And they're each different. And that means I've got three sets of eggshells to walk on normally instead of one. And, you know, I've got big clodhopper feet. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I screw up. But, you know, that's part of life. You, you screw up. You apologize. You move forward. I screwed up with my oldest yesterday. I got excited. I yelled at, yelled at, somebody about something and and they got all upset because it was so loud it really disrupted them it made them feel very uncomfortable and they're sitting there holding their hands over their ears and looking very upset because the the noise was too loud so immediately calm down let them leave the room and kind of sort themselves. And when they came back, I apologized. And they were like, okay, no, I, I get it. I'm like, no, you shouldn't have to get it. You should, I should know better. So working with that and working with the other two. Yeah. And now I'm working with the boyfriend too, who seems to get upset sometimes. And he doesn't like to share why he's upset. Not with me, at least. I think he might tell the others, but he kind of keeps it away from me. And I wish he would open up a little more and just kind of trust me to be that kind of keeper for him that, hey, you can come to me and you can talk to me about these things. And I am I described myself a long, long time ago, even before, well, I mean, years ago, that I'm like a bartender. You can tell me anything, and it'll it'll stay here, right here. It's not going anywhere. The secrets that I know about some people just boggles the mind, because I talk to talk, and I have them talk, and next thing you know, uh, they're telling me things that they haven't told anybody outside their clergy and or their therapist. That's a good thing, you know. It it's good that. People trust me with that kind of information because I don't do anything with it unless you're going to do something stupid and you say you're going to do something stupid, in which case I'm going to stop you from doing something stupid, either by my own hand or find somebody that'll help you sort that problem and get through it because suicide's a sucky subject and I've had somebody I know commit suicide. And it's just ugly. It's just horrible. Everybody looks at themselves after a suicide going, did did I do something wrong? Did I not do enough? And that's the real pain of knowing somebody that had suicide because you were always like, didn't I, wasn't I a good enough friend? Didn't they trust me enough? And it takes... It takes a lot to get through that, and it takes a lot to get around that and sort it and go, you know what? Their problems were bigger than they were letting on to. You know, sometimes they don't say a word, and they just go off and do it. And 
Nobody should feel alone. Everybody should have somebody they can trust enough to talk to. And if you don't have anybody that you can talk to, you can always talk to me. Um, you can go to my, my Facebook page and say, hey, PM me. I'll talk. I'll call you up. I'll reach out to you and go, hey, what's going on? What do you need? What's up? Because I've been really fortunate to have that in my life. I've explained that in my job interview today. It's like, I'm very fortunate to have, you know, a good family and good friends in my life that have really helped me come over the hump of losing my wife and come out the other side as a better person. I understand people better. I understand problems a little better than most because I've been there and I've worked through it. So if anybody else is out there and they got a problem they can't work through, let me know. I can help you. Or at least I can point you in the right direction. Wow, this has turned into a PSA. Um, so, public service announcement brought to you by the babbling voice of the fairly uncontrolled mind. There. I put a stamp on it. Anything else tonight? Um... Nothing else I can think of. Like I said, I won't find out about the job till Monday. Uh, a friend of mine asked me it, why I don't do the Sunday podcast anymore. They said they always listen to every one of my podcasts, which is great. And thank you. Thank you again for that. So I'll probably do one again on Sunday. I'll probably, you know, go back and do it again on Sundays. So listen up for it. It'll be out there. I'll try to do it earlier so people can actually see it and look, oh, okay, and then go listen to it. I think that's half my problem is I do it so late in the day that most people don't get it until like the next day or so. And since I advertise only on on uh, Twitter and Facebook, you know, nobody sees it. And nobody, by the way, if you're on Twitter, first of all, like me, follow me on Twitter. I'm out there, but then you'll get notifications of every time I put out a podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm selling myself here. I'm shilling myself. I, I know that. But I, w I really want to keep doing this, and I really want to feel like I'm accomplishing something for people besides myself, besides just talking at this microphone and spitting out all of my problems to the ether that is the Internet. I really want people to hear this. I really want people to understand this. And like I said earlier, if there's something that I can help any of you listening with, let me know. You know, PM me. Ding me on Twitter. Say, hey, listen, can you, can you talk? And I'll talk. I'm very good at talking. I think you can tell that since I'm doing my own podcast in my studio slash palatial bedroom in the Radio Ranch here. That just about does it for tonight, I think. I don't want to come off as, like, begging people to listen, but please get people to listen. Please, oh, please, oh, please. I need, I need the, I need it, I need it. It's like a drug. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not like a drug. It's like a therapy session. 
And if you need therapy, go to therapy. Get it. Don't be shy of it. And, uh, well, we'll uh, wrap up this evening here in the extended 25-minute podcast now with a few refreshers. First of all, use proper etiquette, especially when you meet somebody new. Don't order a $30 entree without asking. Say thank you. Um, Please and thank you work so well in life. Remember your manners. There's somebody out there in your life that taught you manners. Remember who it is and follow them because this world's getting a little nutty and I think we need to go back to manners a little bit. Even if you don't agree with them, listen to them. And then my job interview and the family, and that's it for tonight. So have a good night, everybody. See you next time.